There is a beautiful text in one of the minor prophets, Zachariah, that has surprised many people. Among them, your servant. And it goes like this. It's in the program. You will see at the end of the program for today. The text is right there. And it says that the city, the streets of the city, or the city streets, they were filled with boys and girls playing together. You don't find many verses like that. And even less in the Old Testament. That the streets of the city, the city streets, were filled, packed, with children, boys and girls, playing together. I love that text. And I wanted to share a few thoughts about that text in my meditation today. It tells me that God in his kindness, God in his wisdom, when he describes the city to come, and when, I will elaborate more on that in a few seconds, he is not coming to church on Sabbath morning, he is not coming to church maybe even on Sabbath afternoon, he's going maybe on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday, Wednesday, to a playground. And then he sees children playing. And he says, that represents the kingdom that I'm preparing. Children. He believes in children playing. When I hear, and I'm going to, I have always been very open and very honest with you, and I will be again. When I see parents eager to keep their children from class to class, to class, to class. And they don't have time to play. I feel that they are robbing those children from something that is divinely provided. Plain. Plain. Between boys and girls. God believes in children plain. God believes in boys and girls plain together. That is a revolutionary concept when you think that 3,000 years ago, boys and girls could not be together. But God sees them playing together. But it's very fascinating that God sees children, boys and girls, playing together in the streets. Last week I had a conversation with two parents and one child who wants to be baptized, but we are going to wait a little bit longer. And the child said, I don't have time to play, and my parents never allow me to go to the streets because they are afraid that they are going to kidnap me. This is the society in which we live together today. So sad. I remember I grew up in a, a community that was very safe. And to play in the street with my friends, it was absolutely magnificent. And I'm so glad that God, in the city to come, he sees children playing together, boys and girls playing together in the streets of that city. What city are we talking about? In the book of Zechariah, chapters 2 and 3, we find that that city doesn't have Walls. 
Now, that seems to be a contradiction with what we read in the book of Revelation. It talks about wars, talks about different sizes, but in Zechariah, that city doesn't have any wars. And it says then in chapter 3 that God's presence, God's might, will take care about the safety of these children. Yes, children playing in the streets. It talks about restoration. It talks about order. It talks about peace. It talks about joy. But it also talks about safety. A city where everybody is safe. In the Old Testament, we found some other references. I'm going to read from the book of Isaiah chapter 11, from the New Living Translation, three more references about children playing in that city. A city that has different names. And one of the names that we find in the book of Zechariah is the New Jerusalem. Another name is the Mountain of God. Another name is the Holy Mountain. And I like the following name. And it's the only place in the Bible with that name. It's the City of Truth. <laughs> we hear the city that God loves. John makes reference to that. But this is the only reference of the City of Truth. Everything that is said in that city is truthful. And that city is also called Zion. It's the city that is coming after the millennium, the city we're going to spend eternity. Let me read from Isaiah chapter 11, and I'm going to read these verses in an order that is not the one that is here, just the opposite. In verse 8, the baby, notice this, the baby will play safely near the hole of a cobra. <laughs> I was 12 years old, when I saw a cobra for the first time in the northeast Argentinian section of the country. I was terrified. I have never seen a cobra before. Those colors are so enticing. And I asked my father, what is this? What kind of... Oh, he grabbed me in a second and put me away from the cobra. He says, if she bites you, that's it. That's it. Notice in this city... Children are playing with cobras. <laughs> that's a little bit different than here today. But that's not all. Yes, a little child will put its hands in a nest of a deadly snake without harm. <laughs> Can you imagine the curiosity, children, the curiosity that they have is endless. Endless. When our kids come, I cover everything and we move everything that has the risk of being touched, particularly by one of them, and uh, who is exceedingly curious. Everything is a reason for celebration and for touching and for movement. Well, here they put their hands inside of the nest and nothing is going to happen to them. But that's not all. The cow, which is an animal that some of us love, it says in verse 7, the cow will graze near the bear. 
<laughs> my son was six months old. And we were in one of the national parks. And suddenly a mama bear came. There were three little ones right there. And we were a little bit too close to one of the child. Oh, that mama bear came and we ran at the speed of the sound. <laughs> and right there in that city, the cow and the bear are going to be together. None of them are afraid of the other. And we're not afraid of them either. And keeps going like this. The calf and the calf will lay down together. The lion will eat like a cow. And in verse 6. In that day, the wolf and the lamb will live together. Have you ever seen a wolf and a lamb living together? <laughs> Normally, that would be lunch or dinner, but not fellowship. The leopard will lay down with a baby goat. That would be a banquet right here. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion. What a place that will be. What a place that will be. And we find that Jesus, in his desire to describe that city, that place that is coming, he also makes reference to children. Let the children come unto me. For there is the kingdom of God. From the lips of the infant and the child has been ordered the praise. <laughs> and when he wants to describe the character of those who will be living in that city, he called a child. Probably his name was Eva, or Marcel, or Dylan, who knows. We'll sit him on his lap. And then he, will, he said something like this. You have to change. And become like this little child. Otherwise, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Did you hear that? You have to change. You must change. You have no recourse but to be like a little child. What are the characteristics of a little child that God values so much? Well, how about innocence? How about sincerity? A child will tell you the truth as it is. I love children. And sometimes they, see, they say things that you, you cannot get upset. It's the truth. But they say it with love. And you accept that. And you give thanks to God. They see instant forgiveness. They're fighting and next time they're best friends. You see energy. You see happiness. Excitement. You see a child defending the most devil, the most, the weakest one. You see uh, excitement. You see movement. You hear laughter. You feel love. At least it's with our grandkids now. 
she's coming back tomorrow. And then she mentioned one of the grandkids who comes every morning when she's still asleep and touches her very softly. And the first words that says is, Nana, I love you so much. <laughs> and she said, what a way of waking up. <laughs> Nana, I love you so much. <laughs> Thursday was a day of mourning in America. Tucson was the center of pain, but all of us felt the pain. The president came to say a few words, and among them were three short statements that have to do with a nine-year-old child who, who was there because a neighbor invited her to meet the congresswoman, Giffords. And I have thought a lot about you and but it's plural, it's plural, Giffords. Apparently, a very lovely lady. She was shot to death right there. And here, yesterday, we heard the testimony of the woman who was shot together with her, who invited her. Imagine, you're not the father, you're not the mother. An individual that you take to a special event dies right there, and you cannot take it back home. And the president said a few things, and these are three of the things that I remember. Christina Taylor Green was filled with magic. Christina represents the ideal. I think that he's talking about this. And then he said, parents, let's not disappoint our children. Isaiah concludes in verse 9. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain." For as the water fills the sea, so the earth will be filled with people who know the Lord. And at the end of verse 6, and a little child will lead them all. My brothers and sisters, let's not disappoint our children. 